0: All right, here it is. It's a Wednesday, and welcome to the Modern Eater Show from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Great show for you today, a great lineup in the kitchen. He's standing by, Chef James Doxon. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's Vibe Concepts in the house today. We're elevating nachos. Yes,
1: we are. Absolutely. Look
0: at these nachos. We're going to show you how to elevate your nachos at home. But first, let's do a TME news update. Going to head on over to the news desk. (laughs) fantastic here we are on a wednesday live from studio kitchen colorado and here are your headlines for today colorado governor confirms he's not looking at a statewide shutdown that's fantastic aurora minimum wage proposal defeated john hickenlooper voted into colorado senate seat restaurant industry call with the governor polis team that just ended minutes ago CRA Industry Spotlight Awards and Winter Outdoor Grant Program. Let's welcome these gals to the show right now. And Sonia Riggs, President and CEO of the Colorado Restaurant Association, welcome.
2: Hi Greg, thank and you. And Daphne
0: McNeil here with us as well.
2: Good afternoon Greg. All right,
0: let's go over these guys. Good to see you. Day after election, lots of stuff going on. You guys took the time out to see us here today. We couldn't thank you enough. Let's start it out. Governor confirms he's not looking at a statewide shutdown. Now, lots of rumblings about this the past week or so, and that's all that it was, was rumblings. But there's confirmation, no, it's not happening. Sonia? Well,
2: we actually did have a call with the governor's office yesterday, directly with the governor and several of his, his uh, staff leaders, and they confirmed that they're really doing everything that they can do to avoid a shutdown. They realize the importance of businesses and what the, you know, what the economic impact would be if they had to. Obviously, they're trying to keep people safe, but instead of a full shutdown, they're looking at county by county mitigation plans. Mm. So we are seeing some counties actually have to revert back to a more stricter level, but we're hoping and, and we believe at least at this point they're they're really are doing everything they can to avoid a statewide shutdown.
0: Yeah, because that could become catastrophic with a statewide it, shutdown it absolutely to businesses. Would be absolutely but the numbers need to go in the right direction again and that's what we're looking at we're
2: right now at least as of yesterday the numbers were about 10 percent positivity rate and Mm. and just a few weeks ago we were at five Five. even even a few weeks before that we were at two to three percent so they're going up dramatically
0: that'll be a topic of conversation for weeks ahead and I'll tell you what uh, we need to get it under control because you, you see it right there. The restaurant industry can't take another devastating hit with a shutdown. It, like it that.
2: Uh, certainly cannot. I mean, restaurants told us at the 50% capacity that, that about half of them said in about six months they would really have to consider closing permanently. So now we're looking at at Denver and Adams and a couple of other counties that are going back to 25%. -hmm. It's even worse for restaurants.
0: All right, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. A lot of people may not know about this one. Uh, I want to know about the details. Aurora minimum wage proposal defeated. I never even knew that it was really... Did this come through the back door? What's the position? Well, here's
2: what happened. So there was an initial minimum wage uh, proposal that Councilwoman Coombs had presented Mm -hmm. that actually got voted down. She took it off. I'm sorry. She in initial study groups, she took it uh, off the plate and said publicly that she was going to hold off until 2021 to do further stakeholder meetings. Then we found out that kind of secretly, um, and, and she actually openly admitted it on her Facebook page, that she had actually been secretly trying to count uh, votes and introduce a new plan without new business stakeholder, uh, a stakeholder process on the new plan. Um, that did fail on Monday, and so now she's going to have to relook at it again in 2021. But in all honesty, you know, we were extremely disappointed that Right now in a pandemic is not the time to put more pressure on businesses and potentially eliminate more jobs, which we've already seen a significant number of jobs in this industry go away. So, you know, just adding that is just it's just not the right time during a 100 year pandemic and especially without a stakeholder process. So we're hoping that any future potential increases will will start with a very uh, significant stakeholder process to let people weigh in
0: great job on keeping an eye on that for us. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, John Hickenlooper. uh, It was not even close. John Hickenlooper uh, voted into Colorado Senate, his Senate seat. We know John Hickenlooper's background is in the food and beverage industry. Will this be helpful to our industry, do you believe?
2: Well, I I hope so. You know, Senator Gardner was also a, a, a big help, really, with PPP and a lot of things we had been looking for, um, especially over the last six months, but even before that i 'm really hoping hoping that um, now Senator Hickenlooper will, will be that same way you know he he worked with us quite a bit when he was in the governor 's office so and, and he has consented to meet with our uh, members mm-hmm. after the election he, he just got too tied up with things prior to the election but we're, we're really hoping that this is an opportunity for us to be able to sit down with him and, and you know, at least he's got that background on knowing what restaurants Absolutely. need. So And if nothing um,
0: else, a great liaison to the governor to where maybe he can be on that advisory committee as well. Yeah,
2: I mean, any time we have a, a candidate that can bring real real concerns of the restaurant industry. It's something that we're hoping, hoping to have some open conversations about.
0: Speaking about the governor a moment ago, or at least a half an hour ago, it wrapped up.
2: It was actually, our conversation with him was yesterday. Yesterday, yes. I apologize. Yes. So that's where I was talking about. So not only did he talk about, he confirmed that they're not looking to do a statewide shutdown. Um, he had also announced a program where he's, he's looking at a number of, of proposals in, the, in this budget proposal that he announced just a few days ago. But um, one of those is to help restaurants by allowing them to continue to collect sales tax, the 2.9% mm-hmm. state sales tax, but not remitting it to the government for four months. So that would be when you would be making your payments in December, January, February and March. That's something that we need the state legislature to approve. But it is something that the governor's really trying to do to help restaurants. I think he said it's 105 million, as I said, million dollars. Um, but it's, it's, quite a, it's, it's money to in the pockets of restaurants over the next few months. Mm-hmm. And yeah. every penny counts, as we all know.
0: Fantastic. Good to be connected with the governor on these things.
2: Absolutely. You know, the other thing he also talked about, which I think you were going to ask me about as well, was the support of the outdoor dining program that we've been working on with them. We've been working very closely with the governor's office on this since the beginning they've been extremely supportive because they're really trying to encourage restaurants to continue their outdoor dining programs through the cold weather months and i know that that's you know can be difficult for restaurants it can be costly obviously they're they're putting their money where their mouth is and they've been significantly helping us raise funds to give grants to restaurants to help pay for those those um outdoor dining spaces over the winter so that grant program was launched on November 1st. Okay. We've also got, um, we did a design workshop, Design charrette, recently, a few weeks ago, and we've published the results. They're supposed to be inspirational ideas for restaurants to be able to, to consider over the winter months. And there's also a number of resources on the page, architects, um, engineers, landscape wow. architects, other, other professionals that are willing to help Heaters. you. Heater, heating company, tents, tent keep, companies keep that are that are willing to help restaurants um, try to try to get these concepts done quickly and at a realistic cost that they can afford. Um, but but like I said, the other part of it is that that grant program that that we've been working with the governor's office on Excel Energy uh-huh. um, uh, gave us $500,000 in seed money and agreed to match an additional $250,000 if we're able to raise a, a certain amount of money. Um, I
0: think that's important to know. I mean, bring bring in some more money, right, Devon? It'll be matched.
2: Well, yes, and the governor's
3: office really helped us raise the money, too. So it's been a true partnership. So and, there's
0: to, really two uh, two portions to this, for folks to be able to donate and have that matching ability, and then also to allocate these funds to restaurants as well.
2: Absolutely. In fact, we're also really grateful to say that a number of just members of the public have also contributed, and they can all go to... COOutdoorDining.org um, in order to, to find out how to apply for a grant or to contribute to the program and to look at the, the workshop results.
0: It's statewide. It is. And are there qualifications that you need to have?
2: There are, and they're all listed on the website. On the website. The website. Yeah.
0: website again?
2: COOutdoorDining.org.
0: We'll put a link to that as well. Thank you. Uh, speaking of links, and, and Dev, I want you to jump in on this too. I think more important than ever right now Um, rock stars in this industry need to be recognized, right? I mean, people are doing some really cool stuff. Dev, talk about this. Here it is, the CRA Industry Spotlight Awards. This year, it's all online, but there's some some cool and unique things going on there. And then I have the list of the honorees. Uh, Let's just go over that quickly as well. Uh, Talk about this Industry Spotlight Awards.
3: Well, the Industry Spotlight Awards recognizes those who have done great things in the industry and it's really about the workers and the day-to-day people who are in there um, I hate to say in the trenches but it does feel like that that's right what now it is. Um, and so we look at all of these people that have done great things for the industry and we award them and in normal times that that's in person and, and
0: it's, it's a great gala Oh, I mean, what an event that is. It's a fun is.
3: event. It is It's really celebratory. Cool. Family comes out and celebrates with them. Um, their managers and restaurant owners get to celebrate their employees. And it's really exciting for them. It's very much our little Academy Awards for restaurants I kind of I love it. And the, and the awards are beautiful, yep. too, by the way. Yeah.
0: I, and, and listen, I've been to a few of the awards ceremonies. I've seen the – I mean, you, the – the, the folks that have been honored in the past, you have a great lineup of folks, and it will continue on the tradition this year. You can, su- you can go online and get tickets to join in your easy chair. That's you kind, of, yes. that's, that, that's kind yes. of the yes. way to go. We have a link that we're putting on the live stream now, but talk about ticket information, if you would.
2: Sure, tickets are $25, and people can go to org. Um, and, and right on the home page, they can scroll down and see information about, about registering the, to attend. But uh, like Daphne said, it's on November 10th, starting at four o'clock, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be virtual this year. But we're very excited about the program.
0: If you're in love with the industry as much as we are, you need to tune into this because you're gonna see no stone unturned bartender of the year, chef of the year, front of the house, legacy employee, manager of the year. The list goes on and on, but really looking forward to seeing all of our friends and family and colleagues uh, take that bow for a day where I think that bow is greatly needed.
2: We are, and I am. We are very happy to announce, and you may have already announced it, but that the Modern Eater is also getting uh, wow. our Meathead award. So we're That's we're so, so grateful for everything you all have done over over, especially over the last six months. We've been a partner for a number of years, but but the amount of work that you've done to educate folks on what's happening in this industry has been outstanding. So we're certainly appreciative. We're honored
0: to be recognized and as everything else that's any good has a team behind it. And we have a great team here at The Modern Eater and we're so thankful to be recognized for that. You do
2: have a great
3: team and thanks for the road trip. (laughs) Oh, the road.
0: Hey, more to come with that. Okay, that covers it for our news today. Thank you guys for being here. Virtual high five. Yes. Thank you. you. Uh, We love you guys. Go eat at a restaurant. Uh, C.R.A. just doing great work. Thank you very much Sonia Riggs, Devin McNeil, the CRA. We will take a break and be right back. (laughs) Hi, Dev. We will take a break, be right back. A great show for you. Later on in Booze and the News, none better. He's here with us today and Jay Johnson from Bear Creek Distillery. We're going to do a couple of cocktails live for you. And then Little Rich Schneider is here as well. Little Rich is going to join us in our healthy wellness segment. You go, Little Rich, healthy wellness? Of course, it's Little Rich. He's got a lot to say. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But up next, Coming at you from in the kitchen. He is in the kitchen. And Chef James Doxon is here with us from Vibe Concepts. We'll take a break. You'll hear from our local sponsors. Please support these guys. These are the guys that are so local. They've gone through a great vetting system. We appreciate you tuning in today. We'll be back in a flash from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Hey. (laughs) What's going on everybody, this
1: is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumplin, 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado.
4: (laughs) Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist Breweries in Belgium. So, we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian Monastery ales. They're dark in color, uh, with a dense tan head, and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%, so they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex, with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex and dry and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey 4 pack at either brews location, 67th and Pencos, or at Colfax in York and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian style badass... Hey guys, drink. it's Brian Rizzuto with Encore Energy, the guy who saves your businesses money on natural gas. I know these are crazy, crazy times right now. So while your business is working on increasing your sales, let me work on saving you guys money on your natural gas. I make it as easy as possible. Just provide 12 months worth of natural gas bills to me. I'll do the rest. I know you're really busy. So let me get to work for you. You can reach me at 720 245 five seven seven one i look forward to hearing from you guys and let me try to save you some money in these crazy times bye
0: We're watching The Modern Eater, and now back to the show. Okay welcome back and thank you live from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Here it is, the In the Kitchen segment brought to you by Elevation Food Service Reps. And we love to have delicious things in the kitchen. And you got to get ready for it because Friday is National Nachos Day. We need elevated nachos. I had to call my friend because these are great award-winning nachos. Let's elevate some nachos with Chef James Doxson. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Vibe Concepts is who you're with. I mean if you go down the list, T Street and Lakewood. Roadhouse Boulder Depot, Great Divide Brewery and Roadhouse, Reavers Bar and Grill and Spanky's. You can get these at all locations, but number one thing you want to do
1: is make these nachos at home. Absolutely. So what we got today, I got a, a little uh, preview of kind of what we're doing. This is what we serve at the restaurants and you can get these nachos at all of our restaurants. We have some fantastic nachos today. These are, these are going to be with uh, queso Oaxaca, which is a Mexican string cheese with Chipotle salsa and a hickory smoked blackened chicken on there. So you should get a little smokiness. Those
0: will bring me to my knees right there. So what? The chips though. Little Rich is actually behind the counter.
1: Absolutely. We got Little Rich over here. It all starts with a good tortilla base. And we use the best in Colorado. This is Racolita's tortillas. We got that over here, right behind us over here. Little Rich is the man. He makes the tortilla of Colorado. These chips hold up. These chips hold up. They're fantastic flavor. No, you know, wishy-washy ingredients in them. We got everything perfect, beautiful. So what I'm doing today, Little Rich, uh, how, how long ago was it, I, maybe a, uh, a year ago, and he made these Pueblo green uh, chili tortilla chips. Oh, he just gave me these and I wanted to play around with them so we could maybe uh, figure out a future menu idea. So all I'm doing is, uh, is I got our house-made queso sauce which actually has a little cream cheese that's Ooh. our secret in there. And then this house-made barbacoa with another local ingredient that we, we uh, serve at all of our restaurants is Aspen Ridge beef. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw these in the oven real quick. I'm not mad at you at all. Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna throw these in the oven real quick. Just get them, uh, get them toasty, get them warm. And we can talk about the rest of these ingredients here that we have. Go right we ahead. We got all of these heirloom tomatoes. So just like I said, we got that Chipotle salsa over on I can't keep away this. from these. sorry, chef. Uh, yeah, you go for it. <laughs> just like we have that Chipotle salsa on the regular nacho chip over there, uh, those are made with these heirloom tomatoes, beautiful tomatoes, roasted in the oven with onion and-, and Not a good gr- look. And garlic, and we char them all nice and nice, and mm. then add a little dry chilies, fresh cilantro, fresh lime, and just really good fresh ingredients. And that's, that's the, the winner, winner chicken dinner right there. Chicken nacho dinner. Wow, I'm chicken beef. Out.
0: A lot of people say, okay, I'm very particular about my nachos because I want something on every chip. Right. How do you allocate?
1: You know, so I did a little bit bigger format than we do at the restaurant. We don't serve this giant platter, but we do serve them in a uh, smaller kind of sheet tray style uh, format. We're gonna see if I can put this down without without uh, sliding it all off onto the floor. Uh, success. Success, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so, Woo! oh, hey, ho. Hey, oh. I' um, say that. Yeah, 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 right? Uh, so we do a little bit uh, smaller format uh, in the restaurant, not this giant platter, uh-huh. but we do spread the chips out so you get beautiful flavor on each chip. Love you that. Ha- you hate it when those nachos come in this big tower and there's a nothing, nothing in, in the middle. You know, you just have a pile of chips left. Yeah. Nobody wants that.
0: Nobody Look wants at this that. little nacho bar that you have so, set up. You yeah. can do this at home. This is
1: a great idea to do at home. Absolutely, Greg, this is perfect. And it's all about preparation for your nachos. If you wanna have a bunch of people over and have a nacho game, you wanna get uh, a bunch of ingredients ready and just prepped, and then you can have fun with your guests. You, you can put whatever toppings on it you want. You give them the topping bar and they can just go to town. So I, I think on these, on these, we're gonna do a little bit of shaved red onion. Finally shaved on here. And we're gonna do a little bit of a roasted, Mm. fire roasted sweet corn. Uh, Cause everybody loves a little sweet corn, especially around that Olathe sweet corn time in Colorado, right? And a little fresh shaved radish. Throw some of these around. And look at these beautiful colors too. Now these are elevated. These are
0: Uh, I'd love to say that my nachos at home look anything like this. And I think it's just lack of creativity on my part. But this is a great idea to kind of use this as a one, two, three step.
1: Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, and I think you're gonna put something on on, online for us uh, or in the show notes. We are. Afterwards, I think a good base model for any nacho is you think about your crispy chip. It could be potato chips, tortilla chips, wonton chips. We were talking about earlier for an Asian twist. And then you get some creamy, cheesy, uh, maybe it's an aioli or a cheese sauce or a melty cheese. And then you get your protein. What is it? Beef, chicken, pork, seafood, shrimp. Mm -hmm. People love that. And then uh, your fresh ingredients. Your fresh, all just uh, fresh diced vegetables, beautiful. And even if you want to get a twist on there, you could do some roasted uh, veggies or fruit even. I was talking about the, uh, like a tuna uh, nacho earlier with some roasted uh, pineapple on there. Just, you know. Throw it out there, you know, just whatever, See find what it happens. in the fridge. Yeah, soup,
0: great soup, ingredients soup. to begin with, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's what you want us to start with. So whatever you can dream up, um, just make it fresh, great ingredients, and then try try and, oh, good.
1: Need, need, can I put a little bit nacho, of lime yeah, on there? Put a little bit of lime on there. Squeeze some <laughs> lime on there. We'll, we'll taste it up. Oh, it's beautiful. Look at that. So nacho rojo and a little nacho verde right there. Let's get, have a chip that's and beautiful. cheers. Let's, let's get some chip in here. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need something we are, like that oh, to happen. Yeah, yeah uh, it's going
1: to be very interesting. Okay. All right. Chef? Oh, I'm going to get a big bite. Oh, yeah. Get all of it. Cheers.
0: National Nacho Day coming up Friday. Make sure you impress your friends and family. That's a great one. Other things, you do seasonal menus at your um, locations. We do,
1: we do. We love to do seasonal menus. We change them up. Nachos delicious, Rich. <laughs> uh, we do change it up. We try and use fresh ingredients. You know, we're going into fall and winter, mm-hmm. so we are changing some of our uh, menu items. You know, about fifty percent uh, when we do a menu change to some. You know, we're getting butternut squash on the menu, mm-hmm. maple balsamic glaze kind of things. You know, uh, all of those kind of heavy winter flavors that people love. House made tortellini, things like that. Mm. Uh, so we really, really uh, appreciate. Um, you know, people coming out, enjoying our local hospitality group, we're, we're, we're Colorado-based. We want to be part of the community, and we want to, we want to really showcase Colorado ingredients, just like Rich, Raquelita Sortillas, you know. That's what we love to hear. Support Colorado, support these great chefs and the local restaurants
0: more than ever. Now, okay, people might be saying, how do these travel? Are you sending these out like this, or will you not send these out on the road? For...
1: We do. We do send them out on the road, you know, and, and we put them in uh, pizza boxes in general because, again, we like to lay them out. We don't want to stack them all and pile them mm-hmm. all up into a thing. So we put them, you put a them pe- in a pizza box. We put them into a pizza box and we lay them out um, so yeah. every every chip has their own grease. Yeah. And all you need to do when you get home, Greg, is, is slide that out onto a sheet tray or, or a jelly pan. <laughs> say you did it. Throw, yeah, throw it in the <laughs> oven and, and impress the, the hell out of everybody. That's so
0: fantastic. And I'll tell you what, none better than game day than nachos. Absolutely. uh, Get it together. We're going to put this online and uh, give you some ideas to elevate your nachos. But i got to thank you for being here with us today. Uh, Thank you you so much, and
1: Jay. Thank you so much behind the scenes over
0: there. Yep, Jay Parker, Chef James Stockson, and it's Vibe Concepts. Look them up and go uh, see one of the restaurants. You can get these nachos there, too. Okay, we're going to take a break. And behind the camera right there is Little Rich Snyder. He's going to join us for our health and wellness segment. Healthy wellness is very important right now because we need to take care of ourselves. We'll talk about how we can do that. And then coming up, it's Jay Johnson and Megan. They're going to show us how to make some delicious holiday cocktails. Have you ever heard of a pumpkin spice old-fashioned? I think it's pumpkin spice. I don't know. Pumpkin what? Gingerbread. Gingerbread. Old fashioned That's wow. coming at you at Booze in the News, all the booze news you can use. Stick around. Here's a message. some messages from our sponsors. We'll be back in a flash from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. <laughs> I love the laugh. <laughs> like right now? Yeah. <laughs> hey,
5: everybody. It's Kyle Mendenhall. I'm talking with uh, my good friends from the Modern
4: Eaters show. Keep supporting them. There's a lot of good stuff happening.
6: We started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area, but if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium, for all the latest and greatest. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. I just want to thank everybody for showing so much support to small local restaurants in this really hard time. And you're watching the Modern Eater show. <laughs> I'm fine with that.
7: Myself too here. Now I am. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. Welcome back. Uh, healthy
0: wellness right now. But before we do healthy
7: wellness with Little Rich
0: Schneider, I've got to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke, he's the man. What does he do? He puts in the tap, drink, uh, tap lines of your dreams. He's doing installations of faucets. What do faucets do for you? They pour delicious craft beer. The beer you want to taste like the brewer intended it to taste. So what do you need to do? Do you need maintenance? Do you need a new install? Do you need to add a line? Water, uh, coffee, nitro, kombucha, you can get it all. But what you need to do is you need to call Jeff Rourke because if you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, boys? You're You're pouring your money down down the drain. drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. It's just a phone call away. Call Jeff Rourke. 720-272-3809. I went too quick. I know. What is it again? It's 720 272 3809. Get a hold of him. His name's Jeff Rourke in A Beverage Solutions. Welcome back to the show. Uh, my friend and colleague, uh, Little Rich Schneider,
7: is here with us today. I mean, can you see me over the table? We can First s- off, you look okay. great. Just Rich. just want to make sure. Just make sure.
0: Good to see, it's been a while since you've been on the show, and I wanted to catch up with you. We've gone to a little different format. Saturdays was our show. It was a very interesting thing because community is really what Studio Kitchen brought together. And within this kitchen, there is a lot of touching and hugging and networking. All of that has seemingly really gone away into more of a virtual sense. Mm -hmm. People are struggling with that right now, Rich. And you and I have great conversations. You keep me grounded, but not everybody can have a little Rich in their day. (laughs) Let's talk about healthy wellness, because I'm a firm believer that this is going to be a topic that needs to be addressed within the, the food and beverage industry. And immediately... This is an industry that's susceptible to drugs and alcohol, that's susceptible to working long, lonely hours, Mm -hmm. and susceptible to just being off. You're just off, right? Let's talk about that.
7: Well, you know, you're you're hitting it all right on the head. Uh, First off, it is. We're we're people, we we congregate. We're, We're used to being around people. I think it's safe to say almost everyone in this industry, we're at our best when we're taking care of people. And, in fact, we'll take care of people to the extent that we ignore and don't take care of ourselves. And so now we've been thrown in this pandemic where, number one, isolation is set in, where it's like, gosh, you know, all these people that I used to see every day for, for hours, I'm not even in touch with anymore. So you start to feel like maybe you have less friends, less, uh, more isolation. And we're seeing, you know, I'm, I'm on a lot of different uh, Facebook boards uh, chef and industry-related, as book groups that you go in, you look at,
0: and Absolutely. you get the tone of what's happening, Abs- and
7: just a way for the community to connect and um, just share. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you, it is breaking my heart right now mm-hmm. when I am seeing um, no other... There's no other way to sugarcoat it, nor should it be. The rate of suicides that we're seeing in our industry is skyrocketing, and it breaks my heart. And that's why... Uh, Recently, I was uh, kind of volunteered to get really involved in an organization, uh, and and I hesitated big time. But when I saw the bigger picture and that, I was like, no, now is the time to get involved. Now is the time to make a difference, and we have to save the best of our industry because uh, it's needed right now, probably never more than in the last 100 years. And so now is the perfect time to take the reins of that program and make it effective and let people know that they have a choice. They have a place they can reach out to.
0: Now, a lot of people
7: may be scratching
0: their heads and say, Little Rich, you just you said something big, but you really didn't elaborate. Do you mind if I uh, – first of all, congratulations. So Colorado Restaurant Association and Restaurant Foundation, to, mm-hmm. to make sure that it's clear that it mm-hmm. is there is a uh, delineation that the Colorado yes. Restaurant Foundation, that organization, has – with Little Rich
7: Snyder, you're in what role? Little well, uh, vice chairman. Vice Chairman for the uh, the next year. Thank you. Thank you. And big shoes to fill. Um, A a
0: lot of things to cover, but a a couple of the line items or agenda items for this year, uh, wellness is a big portion of that.
7: Well, absolutely it is. And, you know, we've been working on this for a couple years uh, with the Angel Relief Fund. Um, I I remember uh, the suicide of Anthony Bourdain. Uh, Boy, that just really,
0: really hit home with you. Yeah, yeah.
7: That was a Friday. It was June the 8th. And I remember going down to the offices that morning and talking to Sonia and Mary and anyone that would listen to me. Is was like, we have to stop this. If if he can get in a point, I mean, he probably had the best job in the whole industry, Mm -hmm. in the world, in the whole industry. And if he can get to a place like that, it can happen to any of us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have to also say, you know, I want to make sure it doesn't happen to me or, or anyone I know as, as a friend. I've got lifelong friends. I've been in this 40 years. These are people I spent my life with. So am I a little passionate about trying to save their lives? You bet I am. And so that's what it, what's going to be fun is we have, we've got the, the mechanism in place to truly make a difference. And we're going to save some lives. And we've got the bold people on the Colorado Restaurant Foundation. This is definitely a team, and it's a big team. And we are tasked with making a difference And this health and wellness. We're putting in with the other segments of the Colorado Restaurant Foundation: workforce, uh, you know, education, ProStart, Safe Serve. I mean, it it goes on and on. They've done a tr- they've got a tremendous body of work, and they've done compelling. Uh, they've done the work. They've made a difference. And this is the one of the ne- this is the health and wellness is the newest piece to really put in there and make it shine. Mm
0: lot to unpack there and i think that you know one of the questions and i always think about you know what are our viewers thinking or what would they ask you and and i can only guess but a couple of things that come to my mind sure. is little rich we've been hearing this for the longest time we need to address this this needs to be out front um we, we we've talked about this until we can't talk anymore what are the practical things that can be applied that would actually help that person out that's feeling that darkness and despair that may not be able to get out of the rut that they're in and, and, and beyond that, not want to, because of a pride thing, reach out to folks and say, listen, I'm in a spot right now. How are some practical things going to be able to be put into place? And what are the mm-hmm. things in
7: your mind that you believe need to be the first couple of things that are addressed? Well, that's a huge, uh, it's a huge question with a lot of huge answers. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you have to look at the environment uh, first off, and I hope I'm answering this in the right way. I get kind of a little choppy um, with my choppy brain. But, you know, number one, we come from an industry of a warrior mentality is suck it up, buttercup. Just get it done. I'm an animal. I'm a beast. I've done this. I've been working for three weeks straight, you know, 12-hour day. Hell, that's part-time. That's nothing. And so <laughs> we wear this badge of honor that we're warriors. Yeah. And so when we when – we we do hurt, mm-hmm. and all of us do at one point yeah. or another, where we hurt. We, we hurt for, they can be physical reasons. They can be reasons of addiction. They can be emotional. Somebody breaks up. They can be financial mm-hmm. right now. There are all these different things to add on that, and I think, you, you know, the warrior feels helpless. I can control everything in my kitchen, but I can't control this one segment mm-hmm. in my life, and I can't even figure out, number one, do I want to fix this or can I? Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's, a, it's that moment of where you have to take off that warrior coat, be a little vulnerable. There are people. We're going to make dang sure that there are numbers, that there are websites that people know of to, to get that help mm-hmm. in that moment. And with great people around you because yes. that's
0: one of the things that I've really seen you do throughout the years is be able to motivate mobilize great people that have been in those positions. And I think that that's something that you'll take a look at as well, how to find those people with the great resources. Being vulnerable in the kitchen, um, it it doesn't have to show as a sign of weakness, but I think just letting down that guard and saying, you know what, we are human beings here. Because think about it, the job that you had in a kitchen a year ago, you're probably doing three more jobs now, if not five or all of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a tough pill to swallow when you're in a business to where um, there was an overload of people, right? And then it goes to really narrows down and then it's just there's nobody left in the kitchen and a lot of people want to actually get back into it. So creating that healthy workplace environment, which I think will be um, paramount to the success of these types of things. Also... When you look at the healthy wellness, you see other great folks within this industry do initiatives to really recognize their staff and their employees to go out of their way to create that. And, and some of those, uh, the advocacy of those things mm-hmm. I think really need to take place, and I, I think that, that that should be on the
7: awareness as well. Absolutely. I also think, you know, as I talk about the warrior, uh, as, as I talk about putting on different robes, mm-hmm. we have that warrior mentality, and I think, you know, to, to be able to come, take that off. And, and tell our peers, you know what, I'm in, I'm in a dark place, I'm in a vulnerable place, and I need some help. Mm-hmm. Truly, we have to frame that, we have to package it, yeah. that actually, that's the ultimate form of confidence. That you know the people around you love you enough yeah. that they're going to help you. They're not going to tear you yeah. down. Well, well, we have see. to make sure that
0: that's out there. And I, and I think it needs to start with um, some of the folks at the top showing their most vulnerable side. Showing that it's okay. Uh, just a quick side story. I thought this was really actually pretty interesting. Just yesterday, Aaron Boyle from Chow Culinary mm-hmm. Outreach. Um, Great job. Got a hold of me and said, would you like to be a keynote speaker? And we would like to talk about just hard times that you may have had in your life and how you overcome those or mitigate those hard times. Mm -hmm. I said, listen, that's an everyday thing (laughs) for me, Aaron. (laughs) And I'm not so sure that you want somebody like me who's in a constant battle within my mind and turmoil of the things that I want to get right and, and the things that I do to get through my day. But you know what? I think I'll share them with you. And by doing that, I mean, it might be a little uh, cathartic to me to be able to release some of that stuff. And, and of course, there may be a little bit of embarrassment type of thing to that. I mean, I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, being able to see that people are people and that the vulnerability is there may spur something else to somebody else to be vulnerable and share their story as well. And if we can get more stories shared. So, Aaron, I guess this is me telling you right now that I'm accepting your request (laughs) to speak. And and I'm terrified of about it. But I think it's about addressing, getting over those fears and taking that step at a time. If you let that build up or go too deep, you're just digging yourself a hole that you may never be able to get out of, and that's what we really need to do yeah. is start addressing how to feel that hole, and yeah. that void within becomes with that. Yeah. I was talking about it the other day, little Rich. It was interesting as I, when I listened to the, the probably TMI to, to the radio while I shower, right, and that's mm-hmm. where I do my best thinking is in the shower. A Geico commercial comes on, and it's Dracula sitting down with his therapist and he says to his therapist i don't know i don't know myself anymore you know i uh i sound like i don't even know what (laughs) i'm trying to sound like dracula and he says um i i look into the mirror and i can't even see myself anymore and and the therapist says well if, if how can anybody else see you clearly if you can't even see yourself clearly something to that extent yeah and i think just trying to see yourself a little more clear and become come to terms with that and to peace with that and that's why we're introducing this healthy wellness segment to the modern eater show because i really believe a lot of healing needs to take place within all of us and as a community and if we can address that as a whole within the community that maybe we can work ourselves
7: inward and make some progress together because it's going to take us all absolutely well you know here's the other thing as we talk about Health and wellness. Health can be, I mean, the definition of that can apply to so many different segments of our life. Mm-hmm. Health can be physical health, emotional health, Absolutely. financial health. Yes, it can. Uh, uh, you know, um, um, I mean, just it, it goes on and on. So I think this is going to be a lot of fun, this segment, on all the different things we can touch on where people are like, wow, I didn't even see that one coming but yet how critical that is. Again, congratulations, Colorado Restaurant
0: Foundation new vice chairman. God help us, yes. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. <laughs> and really, Rich, um, you know just as well as I do, sometimes you're called within your life at a certain time when you don't know why, but it just feels right.
7: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a person of pretty strong faith. Yeah. And that's what I look at as like, I wasn't looking for this. This, isn't one, this wasn't something I was like, oh, I want to be that so I can be looked at in this way or anything like that. It it was far from that, and and I and I did turn it down. Like, can you find someone else? And then after finding the work that had been started and, and looking at everything, I was like, yeah, it, here is the time. I was down there pounding my fists on the yep. desk in the boardroom to, uh, to almost almost three years ago, two years ago. Um, now it's my chance to do something about it. Enough talk. It's time for action. And so I'm I'm excited about making some action on this well i'm a little jealous because i don't want everybody to have a piece of
0: little rich (laughs) you're our spirit guide right here at um, the modern eater and uh, jay and i appreciate you more than you could ever believe if people want to reach out to you on a personal level i know that you always accept that they may have some suggestions Mm -hmm. for you or just want to reach out to talk is there an email that you'd like to share to folks
7: you know what i'm gonna give myself I'm You're going to give an email, I'm going to give myself. Okay. Yeah. Go right ahead. Um, and that's, it's not a burner phone, it's myself. 303 888 2987. I had to make it easy so I would remember it.
0: 888 2987. Uh, hey Jay here you guys welcome welcome to the show. Hi. I just <laughs> want to throw in real quick while while you know while you 're going over little Rich 's stuff that it, whether he believes it or not, and I know you know he doesn 't like to be you know uh, promoted too much, but it 's like just the fact that that I know I can call little Rich. It's like I can't even tell you what a warm blanket that is on a cold day. Bec- and, 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 I, and I'm not saying this to be che- 100%. And I struggle with a lot of stress, right, for a lot of reasons that some people may go, well, that's not real stress, which I acknowledge. But I just wanted to say that, that I, I, I truly feel better as a human being knowing that I can call a Little
7: Rich. Well, thank you, Jay. That means almost made uh, yeah, me I mean, you know, you know we've, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them <laughs> technically, <laughs> you know. I hate them, but
0: I love them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. A little rich, none better, man. Thank you so much, and Thank uh, you. look forward to seeing. Your work with the Colorado Restaurant Let's Foundation, make it uh, Healthy we- uh, Wellness—that's done. But booze in the news is up next. I'm looking forward to this. And uh, Megan he- Heenan is here with us today with Jay Johnson from Bear Creek Distillery. We're going to uh, get a couple cocktails together because you have to have nachos, beer, and cocktails, right? And game day is coming up, but Friday is National Nachos Day, and we also want you to uh, uh, enjoy some delicious libations. Bear Creek Distillery, a great Colorado brand. We're going to talk about some new things that they have coming up and make a couple of cocktails for you while we do it. We'll break away, talk about our sponsors when we come back. I think Jay's going to do an Aspen Baking Live. Finally, when we get back. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Little Rich, thank you, and support our local sponsors. We'll That's take right. a break, come back to Studio Kitchen Colorado with Bear Creek Distillery.
5: Hi, I'm Amber with Strohauer Farms, and I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching the Modern Eater Show. And then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful. All so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com.
0: Hey Modern Eater fans, I'm Don Trobo with The Annex by Ardent Mills and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. Back to the show in just a second, you guys, but before we do that, we're going to talk about bread and specifically Aspen Baking Company. I don't know if you're a meat person or a cheese person. Some people like to exercise. Everybody has a thing. My thing is bread, but not just any bread. AspenBaking.com bread. Order direct. You want to go uh, uh, Amazon Fresh? You're, you're that person, Amazon Fresh, aspenbaking.com. Whether it's bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, the works. I'm a sourdough guy, the best sourdough bread on planet Earth. I'm telling you, if you want bread and you want it done the right way, without preservatives, without the fake coloring, without freezing, it's aspenbaking.com. Holidays are coming up. You want that delicious bread in your restaurant? Get a hold of Aspen Baking. You don't need to do that in your kitchen. I outsource that to the professionals. It's local, it's delicious ingredients, and it's straightforward. It can go right to your door fresh that day. So take that in, keep that in mind, Chef. Okay, booze in the news. All the booze news you can use, and why not? It's Bear Creek Distillery. We love this, Megan Heenan. How are you? Oh,
6: good. Thank you for having us. And
0: Jay Johnson. Hey, bud. What's happening, Chef? You're going to hang out with us during this. <laughs> that, cool, cool. When you talk, talking to the microphone, and all's well in the world. Okay, cocktail time, cocktail right? Cocktail time, uh, yeah. this, First of all, Jay, where are you located?
5: We are at 1879 South Tacoma Street, uh, surrounded by condos as far as the eye could see. Tasting room open? Tasting room is open, 2 to 9, Thursday through Saturday. And then on Sundays, we're open from 2 to 6. We're doing outdoor seating, weather permitting. Nice. So we have three tents outside with some tables out there. You uh, need to make a reservation, so you need to email this lady. At, it's megan at com.
0: Fantastic. Okay, Megan, this is, this is your natural environment. It is. This is what you do, and you do <laughs> it well. Okay, cocktails coming up. A couple. You got a seasonal cocktail on deck. Yeah. I'm an old-fashioned guy.
6: Okay, perfect. So we have a seasonal twist on an old-fashioned. We are going to do a gingerbread old-fashioned. Um, so Wait,
0: did I just hear you say gingerbread I old fashioned? Okay, I know. let's see how this goes it down. It sounds
6: crazy, but it's gonna work. Um, so this is gonna be fairly similar to a regular old fashioned, but we made a gingerbread simple syrup. Um, so what we did was we basically took most of your ingredients that are gonna be in a gingerbread cookie: molasses, ginger, cinnamon, cloves, um, all those good things, and we made it into a simple syrup. So. We're going to start by making uh, pretty much an old fashioned. So, we're going to take a Luxardo cherry, which don't, don't get your. Uh,
0: what time is it? Can I get going on these old fashions I right guess. now? Woo! It's, it's almost gigantic. 3 o'clock, <laughs> Chef. <laughs> yeah.
6: um, so, make sure you use the good ingredients. So, we use a Luxardo cherry. We're going to use half a orange wheel.
0: Now, you're a muddler.
6: I'm a muddler. Okay, the, I've seen
0: it just changing up oh, so a, much. I'm you're very a muddler. Okay, muddler. Can you, while you're doing this, can you give me a why? Um, i like it i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not mad at you I,
6: I want all those flavors i want the flavor of the orange the cherry i want that to be part of my drink instead of just like a hint of it right so we've got our orange cherry we're going to use some aromatic bitters good amount of those and just a splash of water just to kind of break things up not to dilute anything but to just kind of get things moving so we're going to take this and smash all this good stuff up do 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 Smashing. great smashing so we've got that always scrape off the bottom of your muddler because sometimes stuff sticks to it and then what good does it do so we're going to do half an ounce of our gingerbread simple syrup so it's really nice and molassesy and delicious then the most important part two ounces of straight bourbon i know good look at that on. pour
0: yes please. fancy Thank you know
6: add that right in Get
0: some ice. Okay. Now keep in mind, and Jay, you might want to talk about this, but you have such uh, artisan ingredients because you have to. Right? And you guys are doing everything from scratch, and you can't bring in any outside foods. In. That
5: is, you're speaking truth, sir. It's uh, Any flavor component that uh, we're trying to replicate, this lady recreates it for us. So um, we make. The Majority of our simple syrups, or all of our simple syrups, all in of house. Them. Um, you do back. use some mixers, um, but typically that would just be your, your sodas and things like that that we use uh, that we don't create ourselves.
1: Yeah, we were just talking about that right before how similar you know being in a kitchen and being behind a bar is, you know, cooking all those ingredients and making all those you know masterpiece uh recipes and and just diving in like
5: that. well. And it just just like being a chef, you know, that allows you the freedom to put your personal accents on a dish that everyone might make, but you make it a, a different way. So this is exactly. the expression of our, the way we do a uh, an old-fashioned. I like yeah.
0: this is the moment. I, listen, Reagan. I would be the, but chef, please. Thanks for coming Should, in. Yeah. Should I try, try it you're out? The, you're the let's, one. Let me know. Let's see the
1: flavor profile. Yeah. Do you yeah. know, oh, no yes. Is that what you want? So good. Yeah, Seasonal. not only the orange, but that molasses, that clove, the the cinnamon, that ginger spice, you know,
6: comes warms, through. Yeah. It's
1: so warming. So warming. And,
6: and,
0: and Chef, you know, here, here it is, and, and she's making great cocktails for us, but the similarities between Chef... And a great bartender of they're just you're looking at profiles of flavors and those types of things it really transcends throughout
1: absolutely yeah. you know the the just working with different ingredients when we're behind the bar or behind the kitchen line and all that muscle memory that goes into it to be able to make all these amazing cocktails and these amazing dishes for these people in a timely manner um, it's, it's incredible, and it's just so fun to work as a team yeah. um, behind the bar, behind the kitchen, you know, just to produce all these amazing products for our guests. And, and that's why it's so important to have our restaurants open during this time um, so that people have a, have a place that they can call home and feel like a family. And, watch the you know, bartenders, watch the cooks behind the line and really feel that uh, you know, sense of spirit of the restaurant. It's healing.
0: It yeah. really is. Yeah. You take it all in. I did that- want
1: to add one thing, I'm sorry, that yeah. I
5: skipped over before. Even if the weather's not permitting, we're still open for uh, to go cocktails.
0: So T- take we them can, up on it, really, yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. Can, Bear Creek cocktails, bar Trish. none, and you're and you're seeing why. Yeah. Uh, that's yours. Take it away, chef. I'll be, yeah, I'll be
1: absolutely. I'll be going over to uh, the distillery <laughs> to the tasting room after this and get it to go cocktail. Yeah. I'll yeah, call Uber. We'll you, go with you. You all join me, okay? You absolutely. All join. Okay, what's next? The
6: next one we are really excited about because it is using our brand new, just released 100 percent corn vodka. Jay, do you want to talk about sure. the Sure. So
5: <laughs> we're, we're just uh, we gave the people what they wanted. We kept hearing we wished Colorado had a um, a choice that would be similar to a Tito's, if you will. Uh, this is the people's vodka, right people's here. Vodka for the people. It's distilled here. It's grown here. It was born here. Colorado owned.
0: Um, That'd be like a Volk's vodka. One more time. The Volks beer is the beer for the people. That's where that came. I learned that just the other day with Wibby Brewing Company. There you go. But the the Volks Vodka right here.
5: So we are, this is something people ask for. All of our spirits are gluten free. Um, We don't add any uh, post adjunct additives that would cause any gluten so um, and the American Celiac Society came out saying that as long as there's no additives at the end or post distillation, um, everything is gluten free but people really want that designation. And this truly is a gluten
0: free Is that bar. on there? Right on the front. Oh, oh man, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank uh, you. That can't be a very easy thing to get done. Well, uh, it's a celiacs and that's a very small portion of, of the uh, of, of people because it's like point something. So they're very serious about they it. They are, they take and, it very and seriously. So it's not just a gluten free lifestyle. That is just a not gluten free. Sorry, let's go man. No, no,
6: no. All right, what do we got important. going on here? Um. So this is a cocktail that we are calling mull it over because it has a mulling spice simple syrup in it. Um, So mulling spices have all of those great fall and winter flavors. Again, you're you're a clove, allspice, mace, uh, cardamom seeds, all those really good things. So we've made that into a simple syrup, combined that with some fresh orange juice. Um, I always say use fresh juice, you know, just like cherries, you got to have good ingredients. So fresh orange juice. Um, and our corn vodka, and then the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to add a whole orange zest into our shaker before we shake it. Um, This is kind of a cool thing. um, When you're working with vodka cocktails, sometimes they can go a little sweet on you. Adding a whole zest before you shake it gives it a nice balance. Um, You get some bitterness from the pith and the oils and the orange. Um, so, really kind of a cool little trick to uh, change the profile of your cocktail. So,
1: I love that. Oh. I'm going I'm to go Chef, home and use that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: you're into that.
6: So, we're just going to give this a good shake.
1: And mold, mold spice is one of my favorite things about oh, yeah. fall and winter. I grew up in Iowa. And uh, mold wine, mold hot apple cider and whiskey, uh, those kind of cocktails are just so reminiscent of, of when I grew up.
5: Just a public service announcement. Um, it's not a safe endeavor to drink with someone from the Midwest. They will kill you. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's so right.
5: that's what they do as sport in the wintertime? That is
1: accurate, yeah. Nothing but Jaeger and uh, wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: All that love and fried fish on friday uh, yes right now do you garnish
0: okay. that with zest? yeah okay.
6: so we're going to top it off with a little bit oh, of soda water lighten man. it up gives that's it some good, good effervescence we're going to do another big orange zest wow
0: wow wow now this is
5: that a
6: twist that's a bronco
5: sunday cocktail right that, there well i did drink about 35 of these oh
6: you <laughs> totally could and then we're just going to do a little extra cinnamon right on top and that is our new cocktail called Mullet Over. I forgot straws, but. May I? Yes, I of course.
1: Slow
5: clap. Do you have a mullet, Greg, <laughs> when you were younger? <laughs> I Did I have a mullet? Yeah. Well, I had a rat tail. That, yeah. is, that, that, is, that is count? Yeah. You remember the rat tail? Oh. I it was
0: pretty cool. And I have the Flock of seagull thing going up top oh, there with the oh, rat tail. But you grew the rat tail out pretty long, you know. <laughs> Looked when the ladies braided it. I mean, that's just I've heard those things. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers to Bear Creek! Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Oh my goodness, what hey. a great segment! Booze in the news. Hey. We're going to put this up online, and you can learn how to make these cocktails at home if you don't mind. Yeah,
5: yeah, we'll give you. You can recipe. check out our
0: YouTube channel too. You got a YouTube no, channel?
5: Megan makes cocktails but. on the
0: YouTube. Oh well, that's, I have to do that. I'll binge watch that. <laughs> Just Bear Creek on YouTube? Uh, yeah,
6: I think Bear so. Creek Story I don't on actually YouTube. know. I don't Chef, you ever you want to watch
1: them. me? Cheers, yeah, absolutely. Cheers to Megan. Cheers, Hal. Cheers to Bear Creek. I'm killing it. Thank you, sir.
0: Good stuff. Love Bear Creek, just as classy as it gets. Bear Creek Distillery, and give the address again.
5: 1879 South Tacoma Street. Woo!
0: That's all you got. All right, we're going to break off. You're going to hear from our sponsors right now. We'll come back. We'll tell you what's on the next show, and I got a little secret for you. We'll tell it when we come back. Hey, you guys, Jay here with The Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now.
8: Come on. Come on. You know, we got that great facility over in Park Hill that yes. we really we want people to come over Try things out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been been wonderful. And so there's a lot of times where people will come to us. Justin Brunson, a great example. I was over at uh, River Bear yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, just give me your dream. You know, tell my organization what it is you want your dream to be and how you want to get there. And then we'll figure out how to get you there. Okay? Because... There really isn't anything that can't be done realistically. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about Canberra, yeah. we talk about all the Middleby brands, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, Pitco, Blodgett, you know, Turbo Chef, you know, these are best in class brands. Glass Tender, we were just talking about earlier, Wonderbar, Steelite, Dexter, I mean, American Metalcraft, you just go on down the line. We have best in class brands. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're able to really answer anybody's need. And that's why I always tell everybody tell me what your dream is.
0: Okay, welcome back to Studio Kitchen Colorado as we're wrapping things up. What a show, you guys. Fantastic, oh. everybody here. I'm embarrassed. Best show ever. Best show ever. It's a good one. Uh, and we'll have all of these things for you broken out segments. I call them the, just your bathroom segment. You get about eight minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> you sit down, they're broken out for you, and you, got, you have your bathroom segments every day. TME News Update, I thought that was fantastic. I have to thank Sonia Riggs from the Colorado Restaurant Association and Devaney McNeil. They have mm-hmm. such a great team there, and they're doing great work. Yes, they are. Tremendous tremendous work. So you can get your news updates every single day. Also on iTunes and SoundCloud, go ahead and grab the audio version of that if you want to. Absolutely. If you you want to get out of the bathroom and go run somewhere (laughs) or run to another bathroom. Yeah, run run (laughs) to the bathroom. (laughs) Run to the bathroom. (laughs) Get the audio (laughs) there. Nachos. Wow. Friday, National Nachos Day. Absolutely. This is going to be ready for you. Don't watch this segment in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> watch this segment in the kitchen while yeah. you're making nachos.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to have to go to the bathroom afterwards. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: We have a theme here. But the nachos you made today, what killer
1: ideas. Just yeah. fantastic. Make them at home and, and or come out to our restaurants and enjoy it or come get them to go. I, you have so many options. You have a lot of options. So many
0: options. But at the end of the day, you have
1: nachos. Yeah. And use local ingredients, fresh ingredients ingredients like here. like Bracolita's tortillas. There we go, Rich. I'm i not <laughs> forgetting you there. <laughs> yeah, always out, always <laughs> <rubbing> <laughs> and, and and while you're eating these nachos, grab out cocktails to go well. for Bear Creek. Might I as, well. From Bear Creek. Might as well. you've got We're the trifecta. Right yeah, there. Gosh. And
0: actually Reavers, you could make that round there. We're right near Reavers. and yeah, yeah. Spanky's.
1: yeah. You you go over to Spanky's, you go over to Reavers and uh, you just swing over to Bear Creek by a coma. That's uh Okay, you know. now you planned out my Friday night. Little. That's what I'm doing. Well let's all go. It's well, a, a date. <laughs>
0: it's a date. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Booze in the news. What a great segment today, Megan. It was great having you here Thank with you. Jay. And I said Oops. I had to tell because I was jealous. I was said Listen, I want an Old Fashioned. I know, I'm if finishing I get, it up. If I get a chance to get an Old Fashioned, I have to take it. Heck yeah, you. And I it's got good you. that you will be going right after because i you. I'd ask you for another. I got and you. I ask <laughs> you for another. <laughs> and an I've experienced this. It's <laughs> a little weakness of mine. Uh, great show. And coming up on Friday, everybody, pizza that you grew up with. What was the pizzeria you grew up with, you were ordering pizza from? Dino's. Lincoln. You know it. Everybody knows it. Chef, what was yours?
1: Uh, Casey's in Iowa. If anybody's from Iowa, which there are a lot of us in Colorado, Casey's. they know Casey's Gas Station. Um, it and is and it is the best pizza, especially their breakfast pizza. It People drive to the other state just to get yeah. Casey's breakfast
0: pizza. pizza. you grew up with, Jay?
5: Every birthday at the Oregon Grinder.
0: Uh, oh, uh, in nice. Alameda. Nice. Jay Parker, your pizza you grew up with? Uh, Mountain Mike's. Mountain Mike's. Yeah. Okay, cool. mine was Angelo's. On 6th ah, Avenue. Nice. Angelo's Pizza. I knew the family. Great family. That's been a tradition forever, but a great group took over that restaurant. Few, I say, I just think of it as last year, but it's been like six or seven yeah, years. Yeah, they've been there a while. And just really reviving it, but keeping the pizza I grew up with. Friday, in-house, Scott Hibbett. Oh, my gosh. Chef goodness. Scott Hibbett is going to come in from Angelo's, put together the everything-on-it pizza that I grew up with, and he'll do that. It's not easy making an everything pizza because... Your dough might be a little soggy Moistures. in the middle. You got, it's got to be perfect. So we'll be making pizzas on Friday. And Scott's awesome. He is awesome. Awesome. So look forward to that on Friday. And, again, continue on tomorrow. We'll have out some great segments for you. And then next week we'll be on the road a couple of times. So thank you for tuning in to today's show. Jay Parker can't do it without you. Um, your nacho story. Right? Yes. Yeah. What's your nachos? It's story? 40 minutes long. It's man. not too long. It's good. Yeah. Make you it all that Can you bring
7: it's, it down to 30 minutes? I'll
0: try. Just inside of a nutshell, it was it was a gentleman. Let me. You worked uh, at a, my camera's at a dead. sports bar? I worked at a sports bar, and, and a gentleman came in and uh, sat at my bar, and he ordered nachos, and it started out with questions that are typical, which are, or at least in, in my mind, it's acceptable, which is, do you use cheese sauce or do you use fresh cheese? Okay. Right question? Nope. Acceptable. Uh, acceptable question. Next question was: Do you? Okay. Is there jalapenos? Yes. Are they fresh or they canned? Also acceptable. As it as it progressed, like the third, fourth, fifth question, and into the uh, eight hundred questions, it turned into, you know, uh, how much do, do they put enough cheese on each chip of, of the nacho? It must have been slow that day because nobody would, it, would ask you that many questions. Oh about man. Nachos. Of right. course. Well, sure they would, man. Do you, have you ever? Do you, have you seen the world outside, man? You worked in the restaurant they, industry, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly right. And li- yeah, it's literally forty minutes. But it turned. you order nachos? Into, it turned into. Uh, I can't remember to be honest I with was you. Say. I can't even remember. You know, I think he did because I planned on stabbing him if he said he didn't like him. You know, so maybe he did order them. I mean, that part, I can't, it just, it turned into, you know, well, how hot are the jalapenos, right? It's like, so my answer is always medium, right? Because chef knows it's jalapeno. Sometimes you get a zinger. Sometimes you, and I'll say that to the people. Hey, listen, it's a jalapeno. First of all, if you have to ask how hot a fresh jalapeno is, it's like, I don't know where you are mentally, you know, because if you're above the age of one, you should know what a jalapeno is. So I say, well, listen, it's a jalapeno. So it's medium heat. Um... But it is a jalapeno. So every now and again, you get a little zinger in there, you know. And he's like, well, am I going to be too hot? And it's like, I don't know. What, what does what that mean? Then it's like, am I going to get full if I eat them? I don't know that either, <laughs> man. You know, I don't know how hungry you are or what your practice is. Yeah. And so, and then it turned into, it turned into, and I told Chef this too, it turned into, I was really, really close to to leaning in and saying, you know, like, is there <laughs> problem with you right now like what is the problem like, I had people behind me going like you know can I get a cheap draft beer you know it's like well no I can't because I'm talking to this guy about nachos yep, for 45 minutes absolutely you could have had an easy answer but we met him today you could have said just go to one of the vibe concepts and you'd get delicious. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Every single time. Yeah, Yeah, they want that guy. That's what you can do. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. We really appreciate it. Everybody involved, this family, keep it together. Keep your minds to you. Stay positive. Keep it up. All things will pass, and so will this. Let's stay together. The Modern Eater Show continues.